Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Coast to Coast Combat Hour. I'm your host, Matthew Hawkins, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ed Carbajal. Carbajal. On a weekly basis, we are brought to you by AllAccessMMA.com. Check out our video podcast and check out your MMA news at AllAccessMMA.com. Ed, you talked about a simulation. We're uh, three days before <laughs> Christmas, and uh, yeah, I, I'm not even sure what we're uh, witnessing in the world of quote-unquote combat sports right now. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely uh that was definitely a strange weekend. But before we uh get into all that really quick, I spoke with Monica Franco, who's uh they announced her fight with Haley Cowan at Invicta FC forty five. I did an interview with her for MyMMANews.com. Uh the link will be in the description of this on YouTube and I'll drop the link into uh, everything else where we share it on the audio portion of the podcast. For our audio listeners, if you want when you want to hear it, it'll play right after Matt and I are done talking about the uh the alternate dimension of combat sports that we're living in where Jake Paul knocks out former UFC champion, Tyron Woodley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about the multiverse, right? With the Spider-Man shit. I mean, it's, 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 it's like, it's, it's stressed out into the real life. <laughs> yeah. It's really become a weird, weird thing. And uh, I, I don't even, I don't even really know what my take is on it. I guess my take is that, Maybe we need to uh, accept Jake Paul as a bit of a combat athlete in reality, Um, you know, and I know that we've kind of talked, uh, you know, that he's, you know, we've, we've tried to be Mm -hmm. as friendly to a a combat athlete, you know, as possible when talking about it, you know, after the first couple of fights for the beginning, it was, you know you know, whatever, we, we didn't even know what we were getting into, but yeah. I mean, what can you really say? I, other than, I, I don't think Woodley came to fight. I think he came to collect a paycheck. I think his goal was to dance around, lose another decision, take the, you know, probably close to seven figures, you know, if not more that he's taking home and just deal with it, but know mm-hmm. that how much money he made and he got caught kind of snoozing for half a second and got caught with a huge overhand, right? <laughs> Basically the same punch that took down Askren. Um, but this yeah. time, you know, put down Woodley in a, uh, in a flat heap. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know how you take Woodley seriously for anything going forward. I don't think it should take away from any of his accomplishments. No, I mean, a, I, a, yeah. And I, I don't think it's like a, I mean, I don't know. It's not a thing. It's it's not about taking him seriously. I'm my question is how seriously does he take? I feel like he needs to see a sports psychologist. And I think we said this the last time he fought. You know, because especially in the third round, if you if you saw the third round of that of that boxing match, that was his best round. And I mean, if you look at the damage, if you look at if you're looking at the, the two of them, uh, Paul was wearing more damage. It was just the punch that he landed that you know ended the fight in in all the finality that it ended in. But I'm just, I'm just like, I feel like every time, every time he gets close to to doing the same to Jake Paul, it's he either stops himself or something in his mind stops him. I know folks are saying like there was, you know, there's a conspiracy theorist and no knockouts or whatever like that. But you know what I mean? Like, like that he had the same issues in the UFC. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, he kind of isn't there anymore or, is is if you want to call it his downfall in the UFC. So I just feel like I mean, you know, I think I, I just think he needs to maybe a sports psychologist could help him get back to the the Tyron Woodley that 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 we know. I mean 
Granted, there, I think there's also some really smart. I mean, he even commented in the post fight press conference. There's some really, really smart mental warfare that Jake Paul is doing leading into these things. The fact that that it was supposed to be Tommy Fury in two weeks' notice should also be kind of calculated into it. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just you know, <laughs> we're not. It, here's what had used to happen. You know, whether he's a psychologist or not, he needs to do like submission underground. Like mm. this, I, I, and I, the, obviously, this was a money grab against a YouTube quote unquote YouTube fighter that he was able to make probably more money in two fights than he made mm-hmm. in his entire MMA career combined. But at the same time, he, you know, now, now, now you're going to start, you can't get knocked out again. You got not, you pushed it to the point where you got flattened. And thank God he didn't curl much more. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, I was having oh, yeah, KFC yeah. flashbacks. You know, watching an unconscious fighter just kind of mm-hmm. fall, fa- force forward. And, yeah, the face forward is always concerning. You know, yeah, yeah, that's that's that means you're yeah. So, um, I don't know, but so that's what I think. I just think that you know he he's had two fights now, and I know this last one was on short notice. But am I missing something, or is there any video of him training with you know a Freddie Roach or a, a Mayweather? You know, is there any video of him? I mean, has he like done training anything, with a boxer? Yeah, anything yeah. other than training with Ben Askren or you know whoever he's with to, to well, that, for a that, boxing match? That was always one of the criticisms that that like, he always kind of bounced around. Never really had like a a, a camp camp especially during the later part of his MMA career. So so that might be part of the reason why there's there's like the hiccup or the non the non evolution as a combat sports athlete. Whereas, you know, I mean not for nothing. I mean for all of if you take away all the the sh- the theatrics of Jake Paul, he's going into a gym being coached by legit like trainers and coaches and listening to them. So you know that 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 I think that's another thing that folks need to start recognizing too, um, but um, I don't know, man. I mean, that's a really good point because the other thing that Jake Paul and he was on the other card too. We've had him on the podcast. Anthony Taylor is an MMA fighter that he boxes with, so he's already getting that like understanding of how an MMA fighter transitions to boxing by sparring with someone that's doing just that, especially someone that's got a wrestling base like uh, anthony taylor or, or that's a pretty good wrestler like anthony taylor who trains with um oh why am i forgetting the name of that fight camp with uh, aj mckee and all them yeah i don't know i forgot the name of the fight camp but you know who i mean yeah um yeah i i, I think he needs to do that i i think anthony taylor you know if if woodley's going to continue on this career path of trying mm-hmm. to make some money maybe maybe you know why not fight anthony taylor like on an undercard of the ne- you know a uh, fight maybe not the next one because it just mm-hmm. got knocked out but you know what i mean like something like that's what he needs to do you know he's owing two in boxing um mm-hmm. he can, you know if he wants but, to kind of pursue this to make money i'm not yeah, saying that you're gonna go anywhere but yeah. if they're throwing you hundreds of thousands of dollars and you get a chance to box an anthony mm-hmm. taylor or a chris uh but that's not gonna uh, sell Avelia. because you know like no, 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 not this... a main event but just a co-main event yeah, he's but, Adrian, but, look how much Adrian Serrano or uh, uh, Serrano but, made. But the, I mean, the, the him and Taylor are sparring partners, so they already know each other. That's not something, especially us, like folks like us. No, like no, no, fans. no. I'm talking about Woodley and oh. Taylor fighting. 
Like oh, to throw a bone to Woodley, if Woodley, you know, hey, I'm, you're not going to make the Jake Paul money, but hey, you're going to make 150000 Now you get, you get in to a fight. In a boxing Anthony. match? Yeah, I, I could see you that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like something like that's the kind of fighter. And I didn't mean Anthony Taylor necessarily as the actual matchup, but it mm-hmm. makes somewhat sense. Taylor might be a little small. You know, we we're gotta we gotta get Jake Paul at least fighting somebody his size if we're gonna talk about Jake Paul mm. moving forward at this point. Um well, what do you make of, what do you make of like the Masvidal and all the stuff that that I mean it's I don't think that those guys listen, he he, he came out and said he five million dollars guaranteed plus pay per view. And mm-hmm. Masvidal called it a joke. He said his manager said it's not even there's not even a talking point at five million. You know. I'm sorry, but if is if if he's making close to that in the UFC, then okay. But none of his reported pay is anywhere near that. I understand that his you know pay per view bonus and maybe behind the scenes bonuses are are relevant probably because I'm sure he's gotten some good paychecks based off some of the pay per views he's been on. But five million dollars is five million dollars, and him talking about a fee to have to pay the UFC to do it. I mean, it just makes it sound like the UFC is basically pimping him out at this point. Either mm. either give him good UFC fights where he's going to make money or let him go. Same thing with Ngannou at this point. I mean, yeah. every you know that the UFC is going to hold that up. But I don't know. These guys talk, but I don't know if they really want to do it. I mean, what does Masvidal really have to gain other than that well, 15 seconds of fame of knocking out? I think you know, his initial. I think his initial reaction is what the true answer from Masvidal is was and which was you know do a one fight talk to Dana White do a one fight UFC contract you know or do 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 the CM Punk treatment sign him give him you know a year or whatever i mean he's already got a lot of boxing experience um but i that's- mean that's under I mean, the assumption, like, but do so it, show- make, make a huge payday out of it. They've done it before, you know, a la, a la BMF titles and all that stuff. So make but it, then, make, make a cash grab out of it. Why not? Are you talking co-promotion or are you saying that? Yeah. Uh, that, like they did with well, McGregor. They co-promoted the McGregor Mayweather thing. They helped, they helped run the, um, you, the, I, the you see, I don't know. Tour. You think that you think they're going to put a Showtime logo on the UFC octagon? Hmm. No, no, because they wouldn't no, do it in M1 for Fade. Or? Yeah, no, because it's two networks. Yeah, no, that you're right about the two. It's two competing networks. They're def- that's definitely not going to happen. But I mean, if it's exclusive pay per view, I mean, uh, you know, you'll see logos all over the place for you for know. Stuff. I just don't see the difference between that and Dana White going, "Hey, you get one fight." Like, how about it's not show? It's if they're they can they're allowed to fight if it's not under Showtime or you know, the UFC, mm. like, you know, if they want to be competing networks, you know, something like that. Or how about we do one, one fight of each. He's talked about one. Jake Paul's mentioned him. Well, that would be MMA, awesome. But, but, you uh, know, but they yeah. see, they, they, it's all, it all comes down to the UFC in the long run, holding the actual keys to this. You know, yeah. could, and that's Jake when you start Paul looking at the... him 30 million yeah. and he's not going to get it unless Dana White goes, well, I get 25 of that. Yeah. Cause then, then, then they opened the door to the Ali act and all that stuff. When they started looking to do stuff like that, that's why it's, it's got to be. Uh, it's probably that's probably that's the other reason why we're probably only seeing these crossovers to boxing and and you know outside of the Clarissa Shields and Amanda Serrano's of the world, you know you don't see it so much the other way, you know. Um, I don't and know. And I, I honestly wouldn't trust any of the UFC fighters if I I wouldn't sign a contract saying they're not going to take me down. What? <laughs> okay, okay, you take me down. You you break my orbital bones and then. What I I get an extra forty thousand. I mean, like I saw, that's, I saw somebody know. uh somebody put up a meme because of all this you know the multiverse talk and alternate realities. Somebody put up a like a meme of someone talking to Woodley in the future saying, "Just take him down and ground and pound anyway." <laughs> you know, like 
I don't know, yeah. man. I, I, um, I, I'll tell you what I like liked about it was afterward the respect they showed one another, and even even afterward, like even like when all was said and done, even Jake Paul was calling Woodley a legend, and he 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 gave up. Uh, he actually said that you know Woodley was hurting him up until the the punch landed. I mean, the kids. Uh, that's the other thing. He's he's young. I mean, he's young and booming, and his body is like growing into boxing just fine. I mean. It's crazy how he got into this from off of some YouTuber versus YouTuber thing, and now, now he's legitimately like doing boxing fight camps and fighting as much as pro boxers do, maybe even more, more so in in twelve months time. Um, so I mean, like like and he's selling out twenty thousand seat arenas. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I I it it you know it's a circus act for me, which is why I enjoy it. Because <laughs> as we, we've stated many times, I like the circus act of, of combat fighting. So mm-hmm. it definitely adds some intrigue. I don't know. He's got to be careful who he fights. Obviously, Wood, I get him being Wood, friends with Woodley. I mean, Woodley really did him a huge favor because Woodley was about the yeah, biggest they name waited, fighter yeah. that he could get that is was willing to spite him not only once, but, you know, not willing because guys would, but, you know, he's the biggest name guy who was available that he really could pick out it mm-hmm. made sense coming off the win over Askren being that Askren and Woodley are buddies um but I mean god I just it's the way he's going out like if you went out in a in a brawl and got knocked out like that, that's mm-hmm. one thing but to be just kind of not really I mean the really he drew most of the blood with like a, what was it, an elbow or a headbutt you yeah, know it was elbow. like it was the elbow on the inside there and you know it, it I don't know I like it you got to put up a better fight than that to me. Like I, I don't. And that's the thing, man, that third round was really frustrating, especially, I mean, it's almost, you know, if you go back to like when, when, uh, when uh, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones did their, their thing with uh Triller and, and, and I know this wasn't Triller, but you know, that was a Triller thing. And um, there was points where you saw that Mike Tyson could have gone in for the finish and didn't because that was an exhibition and they weren't really trying to knock each other out or whatever. But it almost looked like that to me that I was just like, and again, it's not the first time I've seen that Tyra Woodley, that it's just like, what do you, I mean, to his defense, even he kind of addressed it afterward because he even said that, that he recognized the power and he saw, he saw, uh, you know, he did study the, the the few boxing matches Paul had and he was kind of weary of that right hand. And he even, like, to his own fault, he said in the post-fight press conference, the one time I dropped my hand, I mean, Paul was just, it's almost like McGregor with his straight left. Like the timing, if, if it's something you train and you're, what's the Bruce, the Bruce Lee quote everybody likes to share online the, the, the man that practices a thousand kicks versus one kick a thousand times. It's, 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 it's kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure where it goes from here. I, uh, who, is there been any real, I mean, the mass fit all thing. Um, so, and, but- I mean, I mean, the, uh, from the Paul side, you know, now they're talking about the Chavez Jr. and there you um, go. That's what I saw. Yeah, and I forget who the other one was, but um, um, you know, because it was it was supposed to be the Tommy Fury thing, and literally within that twenty four hours, I mean, the the thing about Jake Paul is that he's being very honest about the the non reciprocation that he's getting from, you know, the people that say no to him, and this Tommy Fury thing seems to keep getting dragged dragged to the bout. Not for nothing, I was actually more zeroed in when they said it was him and Woodley again versus him and I have, Tommy Fury. I Tommy Fury thing they need to let if if I'm in the Paul camp I'm not I'm letting that fight go. That's yeah. not what I'm it doesn't do anything. Tommy who's Tommy I mean I get it he's, he's 
Tyson Fury's brother, but like he's just not. I don't know. I, that's not for me. For me, having an MMA name makes sense. Now, mm-hmm. I would prefer an MMA guy who has some boxing experience, or at least a former boxer with a name who I can recognize. If I want, you know, I wonder if they would do Clay Collard. Like that's somebody that that see like he might be too dangerous like, like <laughs> yeah. you're yeah. talking about a boxer who's actually put the gloves on and knock people out in a boxing ring yeah. and stuff like that so i i don't know that 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 makes a lot of sense that would actually be a really fun fight but i don't yeah. know if he has the name value like to me like yeah to us but yeah. like he should be calling out vitor belfort he should be calling out anderson silva at this point he, sh- he should be calling out you know it, not that i think he can beat those guys but those are the guys if he wants to collect a as big of a paycheck as possible. I think those are the guys that you want to call out. Plus they're closer to your size, you mm-hmm. know, and, and maybe, maybe I don't know what Vitor looks like right now. Vitor might even be out of his, out of his weight class at this point. But um, yeah, I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I gotta admit though, like I watch, I watch and I, you know, I, well, that's I, a, it's, I, it, and that's I, a I thing, don't root for anybody, but it's like <laughs> it, it kind of gets to the point. Like in this fight, when I saw Woodley like not really doing shit, I was just like, okay, like I hope Paul wins. I hope you. I actually was kind of hoping he'd win another close decision so Woodley could kind of you know sulk away about you know getting robbed or something. Yeah. Because you know some of his stuff, but I just I don't know. I I, <laughs> I don't know. You know, in in a in a slow time with no UFC. You know, I mean, there was weeks. one that, that we had UFC, one. And, yeah, yeah, that was a great but, card, I mean, actually. Yeah, no, it was. And, and Lewis is an absolute animal. Yeah. Uh, All time knockout king now in UFC history. So yeah. he moves up. But yeah, I mean, I just like but I like the circus act. We got Ryzen coming up on their typical New Year's Eve. Not any. Real, I know it's, 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 it's not. Names. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. This is just, that's what I'm saying. This is this is I feel like we got sucked out of something. And we're in, we're not in the right like this is the wrong we're not we're in the wrong like dimension or something. It's just weird because like yeah like we should be talking about you know tension fighting so and so and you know you know Kyoji Horiguchi maybe Fedor fighting in Japan yeah or, yeah or, yeah Horiguchi it's just, you know, it's going not, back there I'm not feeling as the, as the kids say though I'm not feeling the vibes right now I just it just feels weird no it it it, <laughs> it, it, it does and that's how Ryzen's been the whole. Uh, the whole pandemic really it is uh as somebody who used to watch it religiously it it got harder when you you, you at least i don't recognize and a the, lot of the pfl game. ended their season in like mad early in october i mean with the way that the sports world's going right now that might have actually not been a, a terrible decision but I would have loved to have been in at, like the garden again for. I, I mean, know, you know, but you probably wouldn't have been. They would have shut you down the day before. They would have sent all the fighters. <laughs> out yeah, you know. Yeah, the way things are going. You yeah, know, they would have had you know, De Blasio will be on top of the Empire State Building dropping the Big Apple for one final time, and that'll <laughs> that'll wrap yeah. up that show in New York. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I enjoy it. It, it is, you know, that when we talk about crazy stuff, yeah. we, did, we did get announced the Triad Combat too. I wish we weren't yeah. sure exactly if there was going to be a second one. Uh, yeah, them, you know, yeah. oh, hyping up how successful and yeah, glorious sometime it was. in late February they said, but yeah, let's. Uh, Junior uh, Dos Santos yeah. signs with Ali, and uh, wow, well, quite the gift, huh? Gets to fight Kubrat Pulov, who uh, just said. Uh, I would have preferred he just keep doing stuff in AEW, but okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would like JDS versus Vitor. What the hell? If we're just gonna, if we're just gonna have 
Mm. Dude's boxing, you know. No, I mean the whole thing is that is because they have to do their boxing. They, they, that's right. It's a thing, mix. So, so you're right. Like, Poulet seems more, to that's like That's more it. the thriller. Yeah. That's not the thriller verse. That's the thriller. But again, that that's another thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but that's the other thing too. Like that's that's if you look at Pulev too. Pulev's another guy that you know trained with Blagoy Ivanov. Like he 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 went deep and and maybe that's what Woodley needed to do. Like maybe. Or, like you said, if they if they covered it, I didn't hear about him training with any, like, like boxers. I mean, maybe he thought he could just use some guy to box because of Jake Paul's like young record in pro boxing now. But I mean, you know, I don't know, man. It's a, I don't know what to make of of twenty twenty one anymore. I mean, you know, I didn't get to travel anywhere to cover any events. I didn't get to. Uh, I mean, you you've been to more. What did I? I went to AEW in Queens and and. And and uh, grappling industries last weekend, <laughs> like <laughs> you know, like I haven't really, uh, I haven't really done anything. The 2022, I'm definitely. I know we're gonna talk more about next year, next week, but yeah, man, I definitely, um, I don't know, man. Like like looking back and the day I had today, which is why I'm unshaved and calling this episode Bah Humbug, is <laughs> because it's just, <laughs> it's just things are just really off. Things are just really off. Can't disagree. I mean, I don't, I don't. But we had a good interview last week with uh, Jillian DeCourcy, and uh, oh, yeah, we got to yeah. talk to Monica Franco. So, it's, you know, yeah, who's who's a, who's a great like not for nothing. I mean, if if I'm thinking about all the fighters that we've talked to and the fighters I've talked to in interviews, I mean, like like uh, Monica Franco's definitely up there with like Bobby Nash and uh, Justin Wetzel. I'm trying to think who else got me like all fired up after talking to them um, because Monica. I mean, it's. You know, I, I, we we talk every time I've talked to her twice, and every time I talk to her, she um we go we get into like M, like the way you and I talk about MMA. That's how she talks about fighting. Like she's she's literally like in love with with com- competition, and so if it's definitely uh, I'm looking forward to Invicta FC 45. It's a sw- short card; it's only six fights on the card. I think last time I looked, but it's the Zapatella Delboni rematch that folks thought were you know i guess that's why Invicta's doing it again with open scoring by the way in kansas city i know we had a wheelock on here so which was kind of news to her if you watched the interview she was she she didn't know about the open scoring so that's going to be interesting to see how she handles that no that'll be fun that'll be fun Mm -hmm. so well i think we're gonna wrap up so uh fans can get to that interview uh until then, fans can check out the show at Combat Hour on Twitter, Coast to Coast Combat Hour on Instagram. Follow me, Matthew Hawkins, at MMAHawk21 on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Ed at Carbazal on Twitter, Carbeerzal on Instagram, Old Head Carb on Twitch. Always check out our video podcast at allaccessmma.com. Merry Christmas to everybody. Again, uh, check out the, uh, the audio for the interview with Ed and Monica Franco. And uh, look forward to next week where we'll do kind of our year wrap up and uh, and look forward to, to hopefully, like you said, a, a better 2022. Bah humbug. <laughs> Good night. All right. Edward Carvajal here once again with uh, fearless Monica Franco, who officially now has a fight booked. Uh, we're speaking for MMAnews.com. Uh, Monica. <laughs> So before we get started, let me just really quick. I want to say it. I'm going to say it at the beginning of the interview because I know last time we spoke and I wrote the article about it, my editor had some clickbaity fun with the title of the article. 
Yeah. But just so folks know right off the bat, you and Haley Cowan are uh, official for Invicta FC 45. No beef, no call out. It was all out of respect because you're two ladies that just want to fight. And, yeah. um, you know, I just want to get that out of the way right now. Yes, yes. Yeah. No beef. Nothing yeah. but respect. But I don't know. It's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. Especially since, uh, I mean, it was kind of just like you and her communicating through social media that you both just right. wanted to get busy. Um, right. And uh, what's cool about it, in my opinion, because I'm used to seeing her fight over at LFA. And now not only do you guys both have, you know, a chance to make some money and, and face one another, but mm-hmm. you also have to get a chance to uh, uh, welcome her to Invicta, the place for ladies in uh, mixed martial arts. Yeah, that's so awesome. No, um, yeah, like you said, she just DM'd me one day. I mean, I know she posted something on her Instagram and then she also messaged me and we're just like, yeah, let's try and make this happen. And. I posted something and the rest is history. Now we're here. We're here and a few weeks out getting ready to, you know, just put on a good fight. I don't know. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, I was looking at your, uh, your, both your records. I mean, you have an extensive, like, uh, cause we talked last time we talked about, I mean, you've been training martial arts for uh, a long time. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Black belt in Taekwondo. And, and you have an extensive amateur re- record before you went pro. Mm-hmm. She seems to have a lot more pro fights. So I'm, I mean, when you're, when you're doing your own homework, like, and looking at stuff like that, does it make you excited, nervous? Like, like where, where, where's your thought at when you, when you both know it's official? Um, More so excited. I mean, as a natural man and a natural human, I think you're, everybody's going to have some sort of nerves. Mm. But then remember, we talked about it. Uh, excuse me. We talked about it the last time where it's like learning how to harness those nerves and channel it and stuff. Mm-hmm. So now it's like channeling that into just the excitement of it all, because I feel like this is a great, just a great, um, what is the word I'm looking for here? I just feel like this is a step up for me and it's going to help the both of us. You know, like I really do. And I told you before, it's about fighting the best of the best. I consider like a really, you know, she has a lot of potential to go far. So, I mean, just putting two up up and comers with high potential, I think it's going to make for a great fight. So I'm excited. I'm I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, let's just Mm go. How about being on that card? I mean, it's uh, it's the the rematch between uh, Zapatella and Delboni. I mean, how does it feel to be on, on, you know, the title, the card headlining with the title fight and, and you know, again, welcoming Cowan to, to the promotion and, and the other names on the card? I mean, yeah, I, I... yeah, no, it's super cool. Um, Their last match was a fairly close match, the, the main event. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. And then I also see that Lauren is on there and I was supposed to fight Lauren before I got sick with COVID. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool, too, because she's a UFC vet. You know, so, I mean, if we all bring our A game, it should be an exciting match from begin, exciting matches from beginning to end. You know, yeah. there's no reason why we can't, we can't deliver that. No, I, I, I feel like, I mean, Invicta never really does, you know, there's no not delivering an Invicta event. Correct. I remember Correct. showing it to a friend of mine uh, one time just on through streaming it on my phone and we, we were looking for something to watch. It was an Invicta event on it. He even said, uh, he, he said, it, I'm, I'm trying to remember his quote exactly, but he pretty much said, he's like, I think he's like, I don't think I've, I've found a fight that I didn't like on this whole card. Right. 
Right. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's exciting, especially it's the first one of the year, 2022. I know. Um, How cool is that? It's yeah. funny because I fought, it was right before everything closed down. So I think I fought, it was February, 2020 before. So that was kind of in the new year mm-hmm. too, as well, you know, yeah. not January, but it was still like, it, you know, it was still fairly into the new year, you know, mm-hmm. second month in, but yeah. yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's great. The um, the one thing you did mention, I mean, you, you talked about we talked about it last time and you just mentioned it a bit ago. But like because um, you said uh, like you were supposed to have the, the one fight before you got sick yourself with when you caught COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, now, with everything going on, I mean, it's still it's still here and the, the new variant yeah. and traveling and stuff like that. And even Invicta, when they put out their press release, they talked about there's not going to be any fans or anything in attendance because of the protocols and stuff like that. So. Do you right. get more nervous preparing because putting your body through everything when you're nearing fight day because of already having had it? Or are you not worried because you had it? I think I'm just not worried because I had it. <laughs> I'm one of those, you know, I'm, I had it. It was pretty rough, but I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, even after I was sick, I kind of didn't really wear my mask and Hawaii is kind of, very like mandated lockdown right now too i'm supposed mm-hmm. to like use their masks everywhere but unless i really have to use it like if i have to go into a restaurant or you know some place that they mandated mandated then i really don't use it so i don't know for me i i'm the opposite i had mm-hmm. it and yeah yeah you know. no i'm the same way i carry one with me i have to wear one i'm in, I'm in the office and stuff like that but if i don't see anything you know it's telling me i have to wear, wear it i i I just have it around, but, um, um, so the, the other thing I wanted to ask you was, um, the, uh, the, uh, open scoring that Invicta is going to, cause they're going to be at the, in Kansas and I, they mentioned open scoring in the, and I meant to ask you about that last time. Um, what's your take on open scoring? Do, do you like it? Do you not like it? Is it distracting? I haven't, I have yet to ask a fighter that fights under those, you know, open scorings, what their take is. Uh- I've never fought under under open scoring, so mm-hmm. just to kind of clarify, so this one's going to be open scoring. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yeah, they say they mentioned it in the uh, press release oh. where they announced okay. your fight. Yeah. Oh, so this is gonna mean. Oh, you know what though? No, because I used to do open scoring at Taekwondo, mm. so I get it. Uh mixed. I'm a little mixed. I mean, it is what it is. Um, sometimes I feel like maybe if they know that they're ahead. I mean, I hope that fighters wouldn't sandbag, you know what I mean? That's mm. that's my only concern is if they know they're ahead and, you know, they, they have to play it safe to win that last round, like, I don't know. But then, I mean, in the flip side, too, it's like the other guy knows that they're down, so they got to make mm. something, you know, happen. Uh, I'm mixed on that, I guess, mm. is a good word for it. You know, there's the positives and the negatives, I guess you could say, but... Mm. Um, yeah! Wow. Okay, this is gonna be great. <laughs> oh, I, I hope I didn't mess with like messing with nope. your preparation. All right, not even, <laughs> not okay. even. No, um, because regardless, I fight every round the same, so it doesn't matter to me, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, of, I mean, I know you can't give anything away, but I mean, I, my editor actually is is interviewing Haley too for the same matchup, so mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting to see what she has to say when he speaks to her. I'm not sure when that is, but just curious, like, I mean. I know we, we we spoke about it off the record, but you know the matchup. Like, how do you see it going without giving anything away? Obviously, 
like um you know what's your concerns what what's your prediction if you if you care to make one she's a longer fighter um taller slightly taller so um i mean every like i said i try not to fully like delve into my opponents i kind of i look at what they do i kind of assess but i also want to keep in the back of my mind like hey that might not be the same fighter mm. you know what i mean so um she's longer she has she's southpaw she's strong she has a good left she has a good left leg roundhouse to the body to the head she has a good left you know left straight mm, she likes her teeps um she likes to clench so i mean just kind of understanding the variables mm. and being ready for them is i guess a good word for it um i'm personally hoping that when i go in there and i plan to at least i i mean unless i have to make adjustments because again if the fight is a fight of adjustments mm. you can go in there with your game plan but you're going to have to adjust to you know a certain a certain degree we all know that but i'm hoping that i can show a different side mm -hmm. my fight game from what they solved me the last time yeah if that makes sense yeah um i never want to be the same fighter when i go in there um if you look at my amateur career up until now i am not the same fighter so i'm grateful for that and i always want to keep people guessing so mm. there you go <laughs> and, there's uh, more of my there's more of my assessments on what i saw but again i'm just kind of focusing on the things that i want to implement and see where we can implement them i mean it's definitely going to be a fun fight to watch i mean i one thing about comparing your records, I'm like, obviously, you're the scene you have seniority with the promotion, you've already fought there a couple times versus her coming in new. Um, if you can, like, think back when you when you first fought and you moved over to Invicta, mm -hmm. um, like for you, was there any like a new promotion jitters, Invicta Cage jitters, or, or what have you? And do you think that'll happen for her having fought so much in LFA before coming here? I personally wouldn't be able to i because i think everybody's different every mm -hmm. individual difference is kind of a case by case thing for me because i was out for so long and i still feel this way now when i'm going back mm. it's not really necessarily jitters anymore and just more so just i just feel grateful i just want to go i want to get to work it's another day at the office what we do at the gym every day we're just doing it you know in a different place so for me, it's just feeling ready and feeling grateful more mm -hmm. than anything. You know, it's been a while since I've been back in there and, mm -hmm. you know, just, just blessed, super, super grateful. What about the, uh, the, I mean, no fans and stuff like that. Does that, does that bother you at all? Or do you prefer it or how do you feel about it? <laughs> Funny you say that. Cause I was having a conversation with Jillian. Uh, I was mm -hmm. texting her today and I was like, Hey, uh, did you fight during like, you know no crowd covid right and she's like yeah and you know, we we're talking story and stuff and then i was just like oh it's just going to be kind of interesting for me because so i was telling her in the beginning like as an amateur i would have loved probably the covid restrictions i think i would have <laughs> performed better <laughs> and i'm just like oh, it's going to be kind of a little bit weird i'm not gonna lie it's gonna be a little bit weird like i'm like i gotta i'm gonna have to get hyped in a different way mm. it, it, because for whatever whatever reason, like, throughout my journey, yeah, I still get the jitters, but I like the crowd being there and mm -hmm. just kind of 
putting on a great performance, you know. So she's like, yeah, we can talk more about it, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I'll make, again, I'll make the adjustments. I, if that's one thing I can say about myself is I know how to make adjustments. So, you know, it'll be, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. I mean, if it's it's for everybody's safety anyway, but I was just curious. Um, Cause like you said, you just mentioned the, the number one, like on one end, you know, throughout this whole thing, we're five folks that have to address it. They say on one on one hand, it's cool to be able to hear your corner and their corner while everything's right. going on. But on the other hand, there's 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 an energy that you you know, you, you feed off the crowd and you feed off the fans and it, it and uh, it helps you you know focus and and get more into the fight. So um, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I, I um I'm wondering like like it's funny that they're doing open scoring. I guess it'll be just for the folks that are there. Right. Right. Because I know they usually hold them up when when they show it to the fans and stuff and, and pass yeah, true. So, um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. So that's that is on January twelfth, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, Invicta FC forty five. I mean, I, I the card has uh one, two, three, four, five, six fights total on the press release they sent out, including which includes yours. Um, so it, it, it's a it's a nice sized event for for. The beginning yeah. of the year. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know if you have any. Uh, I know you were looking to get some sponsors lined up for it, but if if you mm-hmm. have gotten any already, if you feel like plugging them, I mean, the, the floor is yours. But go right ahead. Um, oh man, you know what? I should have got that list from Jason. <laughs> is there any way you can you text? Oh no, you can't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think Receptra is like, one of them, right? Receptra. It says one, but there's just like some other ones that, that just came on board. Um, Fit and Fresh Hawaii, um, LKE Dojo Strength, and, that's one of my strength and conditioning coaches. Um, we'll tag Jason and then you know tag them all in, in social when we should. Yeah, we'll, yeah, 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 we'll do that. Um, because yeah. I know there was like um, Roger, uh, Roger Middleton. I think I'm gonna be saying that wrong. There's a few <laughs> of them, so I'm so sorry, you guys. That's um, all right. <laughs> well, we'll make sure we get it so right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll make sure we get it right. For okay. you. I mean, we are full disclosure. We are doing this on a Sunday, so you know everybody's okay. a little off, and we're both we're both not used to the temperatures we're currently sitting in. So uh, <laughs> can't stand the cold. I kid the, you not. Yeah. <laughs> I kid you not. So um, anyway, uh, Monica, thank you so much for for mm-hmm. taking some time to talk on a Sunday about. The upcoming fight i know it's not that far away so you know good luck to you and uh, i'm looking forward to it i'll tag you of course and everything when it when it's published okay i appreciate it i appreciate your time take care hey y'all east coast ed here if you'd like to support this podcast you can be a monthly supporter for as little as 99 cents a month this podcast will always be free but if you help matt an eye out for future episodes supporters will be shouted out on the show and large supporters will be randomly selected to do predictions for a big pay-per-view event in the future so please click the support tab and enjoy the show